what is so special about 37 degrees Celsius. degrees Celsius converts to 98.6 degrees in Fahrenheit. So all the Americans who run off of Fahrenheit, that's important because that's the average body temperature. And amidst all this coronavirus stuff, it's good to know what the average temperature, it's good to know what a normal temperature should be because everybody's got to test you to see if you have a fever before you enter into anything to work, the doctor's office, anywhere. They're all taking your temperature. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 37 of Starting Sustainability. I'm your host, Kaylin Chenoweth. Oh my goodness, so much has been going on lately. I've got so much to catch up with you guys, but first I have to celebrate a small little victory that my newborn slept seven hours solid last night. Woohoo! And he's nine weeks old. Couldn't have come quick enough. <laughs> It could have come a few weeks ago. I'd have been fine with that. But I am going to celebrate that I finally got to sleep through the night. So let's pray and hope and fingers crossed that he does it again. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we took a big family vacation down to Gulf Shores, Alabama. It was my sister Michelle's 50th birthday celebration. So the whole family got together. This is something that my family does. I'm the youngest of eight. And so every time a sibling turns 50, the whole entire family gets together. I mean, the siblings and their spouses and their children and their children's significant others and all the grandchildren, plus my parents. So it's a great big ordeal. And it's very hard to find a place that will house almost 40 people on one location. But we went to Gulf Shores, Alabama and had a great time. I wanted to share some things that I observed along the way. On our way down, we did stay the night at a hotel called Four Points. I'd never heard of it before, but there was a nice deal going on through Hotwire.com, so we stayed there. And I was impressed that in the bathroom, in the shower tub area, they had pumps attached to the wall where the, where the shampoo, conditioner, and body wash went. So they did not have the individual little bottles that get thrown away. So hats off to them for some sustainability efforts. I do appreciate that. That's pretty cool. Unfortunately, while we are down on vacation, I observed very little social distancing, which made me kind of nervous as a parent to a toddler and a newborn. I was kind of bummed that most people really were not observing social distancing or wearing masks, so that's a bummer. We did go out to a restaurant one time just because we were on vacation. We're like, let's go out to eat just one time. We hardly ever go out to eat, so for us this was a big deal. And this was definitely the first time we'd gone out to a restaurant with a toddler and a newborn. So it was it was interesting experience. The food was good. The restaurant was good. Of all of the tables, they only had two tables closed due to social distancing, which I feel they probably should have had some more closed because I believe it's at a percentage of the tables or the customer base. But anyways, and then this is true for just about all restaurants and we're observing this at work as well. There are no longer shared community condiments. So ketchup bottles, mustard bottles, salt, pepper, shakers, those have all been removed from tables, and now you will only get individual packets of stuff, which I get the safety behind that, but it still breaks my heart a little bit sustainability-wise because that is all single-use items now and a lot of trash that's going into the landfill. 
The last observation from vacation is we all rented cottages on the beach and the cottages were part of a resort community and unfortunately there was not any recycling at all. So that was tough. I tried to save what I could but after an entire week that was a lot of stuff. <laughs> so unfortunately some of it did end up going into the trash because we just didn't have room to pack it into the car to haul it to a recycling center which kind of stunk. It's it's frustrating because you, you want to enjoy yourself on vacation. You want to enjoy yourself in general. And then when you go to places like this where it's so much harder to be sustainable, it does break your heart. And there are times where you do feel defeated, but you just have to have the attitude of, okay, you know, this week sucks. This week I'm defeated, but going forward, I'm going to do this and that and the other thing and just keep striving on taking sustainable steps and continuing with my efforts. On the flip side, when we came back from vacation, my newborn was able to fit into cloth diapers. So yay, raw! I do have, I've used cloth diapers with the toddler, which we are now out of cloth diapers with him and he's completely potty trained. And now I get to pass the cloth diapers down to the newborn. Unfortunately, when they are brand new babies, the cloth diapers don't quite fit, so they have to grow into them. They do make newborn cloth diapers. Yes, I'm aware of that. But financially, I'm not going to drop $300 on diapers that my baby's going to wear for about two to three weeks. So I, I just waited until he fit into the cloth diapers. As I mentioned before, our toddler is completely potty trained now. And therefore, our water bill has gone up because he is obsessed with flushing the toilet over and over and over. So I have to go and yell at him, which he thinks is hilarious. Eventually we'll get him trained on that. And the last thing to get caught up on is that I am officially back at work. Maternity leave actually ended a few weeks ago, but I was very fortunate and got to work from home. But now I am officially back at work, like physically back at the location, which kind of stinks. And cloth masks are not allowed which also stinks. So again, we have to keep using the disposable masks every day and throwing them away at the end of the day. We are doing a box lunch program in the cafes. That's what we've been forced into at this moment in time. And everything is single use. They are doing a great effort of recycling all the cardboard of the box lunches. However, the contents, like the sandwich still comes in a single use plastic bag. You might get a scoop of macaroni salad or potato salad and that's in a plastic cup. You'll get a mayonnaise and mustard packet that again are all, you cannot recycle them. They all have to be trashed and you get the plastic fork that's got to be thrown away. It's just a shame to see the gigantic increase in the amount of waste. And I'm sure that you've seen this either in your own work cafeterias or going out to eat at different restaurants as well. There is a cool thing I want to share with you. Before coronavirus, we had fountain sodas and we had reusable cups that we that customers could use. Now in regards to sanitary conditions, we can no longer ever use those reusable cups and the fountain sodas are completely closed. So everything is now a grab and grow grab and go program. I have been assigned the task of completely switching out our beverages from plastic bottled beverages to recyclable or compostable beverages, which is really cool. So I'm in the hunt right now of finding alternatives. So I'm looking for a can, canned sodas, canned diet sodas, canned water, canned Gatorade, canned items, or in a carton, which you can get like a milk carton of juice, milk, water, or even glass bottles. 
So that's pretty neat to be a part of that project and get that ball rolling. That is one positive thing that's coming out of this is that it's our chance to completely hit the reset button. Because if coronavirus had not happened and we had all these plastic bottled beverages and one day we just switched them all out, we would have not heard the end of it from all the customers complaining <laughs> that we changed out all the beverages. So this is our chance to kind of do a reset and switch them all out for more environmentally conscious packaging, which is really cool. And we're going to keep going forward in the cafe for the rest of this stuff as well, switching our products to compostable and hopefully removing all plastic completely whenever, whenever our normal comes back. I don't know if that's going to be soon or later. We're probably going to have a new normal, but we're going to, this is our chance now to be as eco-friendly and eco-conscious as possible. So I don't know where you are in your workplace, but take a minute and think about if there is a way that you can also hit the reset button and get stuff organized and logistically set for when everybody comes back to work to be more sustainable and environmentally friendly. All right, well, we're going to switch gears now and talk about our main topic, which is summer fun ideas. I understand it's the tail end of June and summer's almost halfway over, but we still have half of the summer left. So <laughs> I got this idea while I was on vacation and I thought, man, I really need to share this with everybody. So even if it's a little late, it's still applicable because there's still time. What are some things that you're going to do this particular summer because of the coronavirus? We kind of have to reshape our thought on what we're going to do, what is safe and sustainable at the same time. Because it is super hot a lot of the pools are closed or delayed on opening or have a minimum capacity. Some of the beaches are now reopening, but if you're like me and you don't even live near the beach, that's not really applicable either. So the best alternative is a water balloon fight. Don't you remember water balloon fights, how much fun they are as a kid? I'll tell you what, as an adult, they are not fun because now you have to fill up all of those balloons and tie every single one into a knot just to have half of them pop before you even get outside. And environmentally speaking, balloons are really not good. So here's a great alternative on your hot summer day. Go buy some sponges. Not the cheap disposable sponges that are made of plastic still, but get good sponges. You can get like a natural sponge or a sponge made from recycled material. You can also even take an old towel or a t-shirt and tie it into like balls. And then you dunk those in buckets of water and you throw those. And now you get to reuse them over and over and over. So your water balloon fight will last a whole lot longer than 15 seconds because you basically have a never-ending supply of your new balloon, which is the sponge. If you are able to go to the beach, whether it's a lake beach or an ocean beach, either way, you're going to want to bring toys for your kids. And it is very easy and cheap to find the plastic toys. The problem is that they break very easily and they also get lost in the sand. Let's aim for a metal pail, which you can get in the gardening section, and even metal kitchen tools instead of the plastic shovel. So you can get a large spoon that's metal or a metal colander from the kitchen section. And if you don't want to use your really nice stuff at home, you can still get a cheap alternative of these. You can go to garage sales or you can go to thrift stores, or you can even just go to the Dollar Tree. If you're not comfortable going to the garage sales or thrift stores because of the coronavirus, you can go to the Dollar Store and just get a, a cheap version that's metal, because by being metal, it's still going to last a whole lot longer than the plastic version. 
And when it comes to building a structure in the sand, you could use bump pans and jello molds also. And you can build sand castles with these or build a gigantic sand cake, which is what my nieces did when we were down on the beach. They didn't even care about sand castle. They kept making sand cakes, gigantic ones that everybody was supposed to eat. Definitely the most crunchy cake I've ever had. Now that I have a toddler, I'm looking up different summertime activities to do with him. And a very popular thing that I see all over Pinterest is a water table. So if you don't know what this is, it's basically a miniature table. Well, it's actually like a tub that holds water on four legs. So it's an elevated tub of water <laughs> that your kids can play with. They can do different toys and stations and different things in the water table. You can buy an official water table that is complete plastic and kind of expensive, or you can do what I did and just get an empty tote, an empty tub, and just fill that up with water and put it in the middle of the yard and just bring your own toys for the kids to play in. We brought. It doesn't even have to be bathtub toys. It can be any toy that's basically safe to go in the water, like little matchbox cars and G.I. Joe figures. All that stuff is safe to play in the water. Be mindful to fill the tub to where the water is shallow enough so that way if your kid gets into it, you don't have to worry about them drowning in it. Also, stay present. Don't just leave your kid unattended. I just feel like I have to put out that safety announcement because I don't want somebody to say, well, Kaylin said to do this and something bad happened and now I'm going to sue. So I'm just putting out a safety announcement out there. Don't leave your child unattended around water, any water ever at all. And of course, the last water activity I could think of would be sprinklers and just running around in the sprinklers. Again, be sure to get the metal sprinkler head. Don't get the plastic ones because they just break super easily. So get the metal ones. They're a little bit more expensive, but they are going to last a lot longer. A very popular summer non-water activity is playing with sidewalk chalk. I never really thought about it before, but what is chalk made out of? It's actually a type of plaster, and of course there are dyes and chemicals involved in that. And then when it rains, that goes down your sewer drain and into your waterways and into the rivers, and it affects the fish and everybody else. So if you're going to play with chalk, you can get eco-friendly chalk, and that's what I'm going to recommend to you because that's going to be much safer for the environment. And by the way, chalk isn't just for kids. Adults have done some really cool art projects with chalk, so be sure to up your game this summer and come up with some really neat artistic drawings for all of your neighbors to see on your driveway. I also want to come up with some summertime activities that you as an adult can do with your partner. Because of coronavirus, there are many limitations, but here are a couple of things that you can do to keep in mind for date night. You can go stargazing. Just grab a blanket and lay it down in the backyard and look up at the sky. <laughs> it's pretty simple, cheap, affordable, and you get the whole place to yourselves. You don't have to worry about anybody else cramming in on your area. And if you're in the city and you can't see the sky, then definitely take a trip out into the country. It's totally worth the drive, especially if you've never really been engulfed by the sky at night out in the country. It is so beautiful. And there's so much stuff going on this summer. There are a lot of Meteor showers and other cosmic things that are happening. 
Another date night idea is to take a virtual cooking class or any other class. There are so many businesses that have now converted to a virtual or online form in order to sustain their business. So be sure to check these out and you can just cook along in the comfort of your own home. If you are comfortable doing small gatherings with your friends, it is not too late to go out for a nice summer picnic. Go to an uncrowded area where you can set up your picnic blankets, bring your basket and your cloth napkins and your reusable silverware and your reusable straws and your reusable containers and cups and everything else. Be as sustainable as you can on this picnic and just enjoy life in a good gathering. What I always do on our picnics is we bring board games. You could also bring card games or be as adventurous as a kickball, or football, or frisbee, or volleyball, or whatever tickles your fancy. A lot of the state parks are still open, so you are welcome to go take a hike with your friends as well. It's a great way to get some exercise and enjoy some scenery. But of course, you may have to do some research on which trails are open at the park, because it's not all of them, only some of them are open, but you can still go. Just be sure to bring your reusable water bottle and bring lots of snacks so you can stay energized. And lastly, if you're like my husband and you enjoy being by yourself and you're enjoying lockdown because nobody's bothering you, <laughs> I don't know why I married this guy. I'm so social and he just loves being by himself, but I guess opposites attract. Anyways, if you want time to yourself, but you do want to get out of the house, an option is to go for a day trip somewhere. Of course, you're going to have to do a little bit of research and figure out what the local laws are in regards to social distancing and what is open and available and what you can still go do and check out but it would be neat to go out for a day trip just to go explore a new area and if you don't want to leave the house that's fine too but you're tired of watching Netflix because there's you can only watch for so long and then your butt gets numb and your mind gets numb and it's just not appealing anymore or you're all caught up and there's nothing else to watch so an additional option is to bake some nice treats for your neighbors. There have been some groups on Facebook called Wine by Neighbors or Wine Baskets for Neighbors, something like that, where basically you sign up and then someone will put a basket on your doorstep that has wine and other things like flowers or cookies or movies or some board games, something like that. It's the same concept. You bake some treats, you put them in a basket, and you go drop them off at your neighbor's doorstep, ring the doorbell, and then step back so that way you're socially distant. There are, of course, millions of other summer fun activities that you could be doing, but these are just a few that I came up with to kind of get you going. Please enjoy these activities, and if you have new ideas, which I'm sure you will because it was a pretty short list, and I know there's millions of other activities that you can do in the summertime, but please share them on our Facebook group, Starting Sustainability, for others to participate in and enjoy. Also, I want to do a quick side note on the website, www.startingsustainability, has really kind of fallen apart. I spent a lot of time and effort and money, like three months, building the perfect website, and it looked so cool. And then over the last six months, it's slowly becoming distorted. I don't really know what is happening. Like my pictures are disappearing. The episodes are coming in out of order. Some posts you can't even find anymore. 
some of the links don't even work anymore. And I don't really know what happened or why that's happening. I am not that tech savvy. I've never taken a website building class. I did all of this on my own <laughs> and clearly struggled with it. That's why it took me three months to do it. When I know people who can build a website like in one night. So good for them. Good for you guys. But I never got that kind of training. So I'm desperately trying to figure out how to fix my website with the very tiny little bit of time that I do have. Plus, I really don't have a desire to go through that again. So I'm kind of trying to find somebody else to do it. If any of my super awesome, amazing listeners know anything about it or want to just fix it for me, <laughs> that would be awesome. Just to kind of straighten it out. I don't really know how it all kind of got out of a line and alignment and it's really falling apart and even when you pull it up on your phone the mobile application is also terrible <laughs> so yeah I don't really know the answer to that but if if you do if you're willing to help that would be fantastic and you can reach me at kaylin k-a-y-l-i-n at startingsustainability.com that is the best way to reach me via email or you can also even send me a private message via the Facebook group, which is Starting Sustainability. If you did enjoy this episode and you want to get some show notes, you can go to www.startingsustainability slash episode 37, which those still work. Each individual episode post when I have a website for each episode in the show notes if you go if you type in the full starting sustainability slash episode whatever the number it will take you straight there and that's fine but when you go to the home page it's so distorted that's the part that I'm trying to fix all right well reach out if you're able to help otherwise have a wonderful rest of your week I hope everybody had a wonderful father's day last weekend and I will continue working on episodes. Now that I have a normal schedule, I can kind of start to build these back up again. I don't know if I'm going to return to one every single week because that was really aggressive and now I have two kids. <laughs> but if I could get back into the swing of every two to three weeks, that's more realistic to me. All right, well, everybody have a wonderful rest of your week and continue to stay sustainable. Bye.